2: Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. We're going to be discussing that today. We're discussing what's happening in the world, what's happening with the markets. So, you know, uh, what are the changes? Uh, why did we have such a bad year last year? And uh, what, what can you do to protect yourself? Uh, how, can, how can you protect your retirement, and your savings? We we're talking about all types of interesting things this week. They had the uh, the, uh, the the the. The, the the big ecumenical council in Davos, uh, you know the the, the the new world leaders are going to be discussing that and you know some of their more crackbot ideas as well. So we got a lot to talk about on the show this weekend. Uh, and we always try to start out, particularly at the beginning of the year, talking about the importance of saving for retirement, of building up wealth. If you're not, you should be saving at least ten percent plus your company match. That's ten percent. Plus the company match to try to get you where you need to be for retirement. Uh, th- th- that gets us to thirteen percent, a little over thirteen, thirteen and a half percent is really where the numbers say if you put away that much money, uh, you- you'll have enough for savings for retirement. Uh, the the and the important thing about this is, this is an income based system, which means if you're making $30,000 or if you're making $300,000, the numbers are, are the same. And, and so it gets you where do you want to be for retirement. Uh, going forward, look, we're dealing in a very inflationary world. Uh, and there's no doubt about it. We've been talking about this for several years now, uh, more than several years, pointing this out that we're, we're going to change. We've had, you know, the inflation peaked in 1981. Uh, and, uh the 10-year uh, bond was over 15%. Uh, since then, they've gone down slowly over time. We've had deflation. Uh, <clears throat> it's been a good run for, for inflation. Interest rates went down. Uh, interest rates went from over 15%. Uh, yeah, I think some of the I, – I think the Fed funds were about 18%. The uh, Fed funds went to zero. Uh, the 10-year bond, <laughs> believe it or not, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Went down to a, under under a half a percent in in 2020, and and uh, and that was you know supposed the end. And at that point in time, a new theory came up called Modern Monetary Theory (MMT), which the Democrats came up with, which simply meant they could spend as much money as they want, and they could control the inflation by raising taxes. Uh, you got to love that one. And, and, and inflation would never be a problem. And then, when, you know, once we started spending that money, we spent we've had twenty, 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 twenty-one, twenty-two trillion dollar plus debt budget deficits. Thirty percent, approximately thirty percent increase in M, uh, the money supply. Uh, inflation took off. Inflation uh, it peaked at nine and a half percent. You know, I, I don't know if you remember, but three or four years ago, we were hearing about you know. They might never get inflation above two percent. And, and you know, as hard as the Fed tries, they can't seem to do. You know, no, this inflation has come up. What they didn't understand is the inflation, you know, was kept down by 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 globalization. You know, when you ship all the jobs out of the United States and manufacture manufacturing the. Uh, the, the, the products for a third to half of the price in China, you can cut your cost. But when, when you computerize everything, you can further reduce your cost. When, when, when you use just-in-time manufacturing and cut out all your warehouses and inventories for saving more money, you, you can reduce your cost, and it's all inflation. It's all deflationary. Uh, and, and so, with when they're paying those Chinese workers ne- next to nothing, they couldn't. You know, companies, uh, you know, workers in the United States couldn't ask for a raise because the, their job would be shipped off to China. Well, that's all. That's all ended. The globalization, which is supposed to be this big panacea, has turned into a nightmare for the American people. Uh, now now we're looking at 80 90% of our uh, over 80% of our antibiotics are are made in China uh, a huge number of our if you include taiwan that could be taken over this year by the chinese for all we know a huge number of our semiconductors are made over are in all types of critical parts and then china was shut down for the covid and by the way on the max out Savings show we brought this back in February of twenty twenty when uh, in early february when no one even know what knew what the covid virus the coronavirus was, we were saying this is a problem they 're shutting down they 're shutting down uh supply chains in China we said this was going to be inflationary long term and it 's led to supply chain issues as well, which is caused you know it was causing inflation so you you, you put in supply chain issues reshoring. of the we look we have huge amounts we 're scrambling to build. Chip factories in the United States. Because if we get cut off from China and Taiwan, go try to go buy an Apple, an Apple iPhone. Good luck with that. Uh, it, 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 there's going to be a huge shortage. So we're scrambling. The, we're reshoring. That's more expensive. Globalization is dead. Uh, the need for inventory has come back because of supply chain issues. This is why you're seeing every uh, the, the, you know all over uh, Houston they're they're putting up. Uh, 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 warehouses because they need more more warehousing because for, for the first time in, in in 25 or 30 years actual companies need to think about our warehousing and our inventories instead of relying on the CFO of the company to, to you know to shut down all the warehouses institute just in-time manufacturing and then eliminate all the inventory increasing working capital and then you can use the working capital to buy back stock which is increases the earnings that that's all over And so it's a different world. It's an inflationary world. Uh, we've had deflation, zero interest rates. All you had to do was throw your money into an S&P 500 fund, and the market went up because the Fed every year you know, they, they kept interest rates low. And the minute a, a, a recession even peaked on the horizon, the Fed would flood the system with money and the market would go up. And so the best thing for stock markets, quite frankly, was a recession. So the, the Fed would flood the system with more money. Well, that's over. The jig is up on that. People don't trust the Federal Reserve, but it's even worse than that. Due to the policies of the Biden administration in the war with Russia, they instituted all types of draconian sanctions on Russia and scared every other country in the world, realizing they could be cut off from the, the SWIFT banking system or the dollars, dollar system or, or the central bank. Their, their, their assets could be confiscated if they're in, in U.S. central banks, so they realized they have to diversify from the dollar so uh so uh now uh cu- 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 countries are working like the Saudis, the Indians, and different people like that, they're working with the Chinese and buying things in, in, in yuan, oil, and uh, trading oil or other things. They have what's known as a petro yuan, so this is going to hurt the dollar, which means the Fed can't just flood the system with money going forward every time because people go, wait a minute. We've seen this story before. You guys are looking untrustworthy. We're going to try it with the Chinese, and beside that, if if, if if something happens and we don't support something you like, you might cut us off. So, so, so we're going from a – a, a a a global monetary system controlled by the United States dollar. This is very important. If you don't listen to anything today, understand this: where 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 everything was priced in dollars, and anytime there was a problem, the Fed could come in and flood the system with money and and and, and stocks, and everything went up, and it was a wonderful world because they kept inflating away because there was no checks and balances. They were all gone. Uh, that to to a bipolar system where where countries are going to be looking well look are the Chinese more responsible than the Americans should I go with the dollar or should I start hedging more with the Chinese yuan so this is going to put pressure on the Fed to keep things tighter in in, in the world today and so, so this means in, in this type of world what this means is you're going to have to have a different investment strategy the as I said the 60 40 indexing uh, fund out there uh, is over. I mean, the idea. What we found is, is 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 way too many people had too much of their assets are in or in the stock market. Look at max out savings advisors. We're investors in the stock and bond markets. We manage people's retirement here in Houston doing that uh so we're real big believers in the stock market but the idea you have all your money in the stock market it 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 stays in all the time and there's nothing to worry about it in the minute the market goes down it's always going to go up because of the fed is going to bail you out it's over i mean we 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 lived through times now we really you know that was a long time ago actually there's a number of decades where where there was a decade where the market didn't do anything if you look at japan Japan peaked in the late 1990s. Their stock market didn't come back for 30 years. So, 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 so it's a different. Well, now during those times, during the 70s, the stock market went nowhere from 1968 to about 1981, 80, 80, 80, 80, 82, 83, I think. It, it. There was a lot of money to be made in the in the stock markets during that time. If you know what you're doing, if you understand inflation, if you understand commodities, if you understand certain companies who do well and others, wouldn't people made money? The the, the uh. The, the, the people I studied from and my mentors made fortunes in the 70s, and, and, and so this is why we were able to understand the world today. This is why we were able to do so well last year because we understand it. We try to communicate this with you. You've got to have a risk management plan in place. You've got to understand what's going to work and what's not. You have to understand what are the effects of inflation. What are the effects on on P.E. ratios, price-earnings ratios, if inflation goes up? If, if Because if inflation goes up, interest rates go up, and that's going to affect your P.E. ratio. But uh, we live in a world today where you can go get 4 point something percent in a one-year bond. I mean, that's not a bad deal uh, you know, with no risk one your treasury bond, and so this this is now competition in the stock market, and so if money is going to be tighter, so it's 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 a different world. I submit to you, and we said this that last year I think the world changed more than any time since the nineteen seventies, maybe seventy three, with the Arab oil embargo. Uh, it, it, you know, this is uh, it, we're seeing huge changes. We had the we had inflation come back. People finally realized it. You know, it was really obvious the year before, but people were in denial and they were like dodo birds that didn't understand what inflation was. Even though, I mean, which is remarkable when you're dealing with with asset managers that supposedly know what they're doing, uh, did, uh, were paralyzed by inflation and didn't understand that interest rates would go up. Uh, we deal with that. We deal with the rise in commodity prices. We're dealing with shortages, massive shortages, something we hadn't seen in in in, in uh, forty years. Uh, supply chain issues, we hadn't seen that in forty years. We saw a, a war. I mean, the the war with Russia is, is is a major event. Look, we were right. If you're listening to that the reason, we have so many people listen to the show every weekend. Back back when that war started. Uh, yeah, last year, with the Russian war, we said, look, this is going to be a huge commodity problem. We laid out the case of percentages of wheat, of grains, of oats, of, of, of corn that were grown in the Ukraine and Russia in that area with, with the percentage of steel, the percentage of aluminum, uh, all of those things, the percentage of oil that Russia sold in the world and natural gas. That people, We said, look, this is a huge problem. Then we saw the sanctions that the, the, the Biden administration put on. We said this is a major deal. It's going to alter the world. Financial system. So all of these things are adding up to big changes in the world. And, and, and I, like I said, I think similarly things changed dramatically. I th- I don't think I can remember a year where things changed more. Now you can maybe say the COVID, but really a lot of the the COVID stuff manifested itself with the big inflation, uh, the the supply chain issues, the Russia war, all of these things manifest and and, and, the, and the change from a from a. Uh, a, a dollar-denominated world to a bipolar system with the U.S. and the Chinese. Now, I mean, in in in, in many ways, uh, uh, Biden played right into the Chinese hands. And you know, it's even worse than that. Now he's drawing down all our all our uh, military many uh, munitions to sit there and give to the Ukrainians. So if we have to fight a war with China, we're going to be short. Do you realize that we have military stockpiles and munitions around the world? Israel is one of the biggest places. We have massive supplies of munitions in Israel. <clears throat> in case there's another Israeli war, we're going to help them out. We support Israel. <clears> or <throat> Israel, I'm sure, maybe could get access in an emergency to them, and that's what they're there for. Biden's pulling all those down. To sit there and give to the Ukraine. Well, what's going to happen if, if, if Iran, if something breaks out in the Middle East? What's that if something happens in Taiwan? Uh, it's it, it, it just it, it just kind of fool, one foolish thing after another uh, with this war with Russia. But the big thing is the change in the financial system. That's going to change your life. That's going to change the, the, your, your retirement and the need to manage retirement going forward. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to discuss some more of this after the Maxwell Savings Show
0: standing around losing rap, I don't know the promised land. It's so hard to tell it, this is heaven or hell And I can never miss it by degrees. But it's sure getting warm around again times like things. Like
1: the Max Out Saving Show at Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Geoka will return after these messages.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com.
2: This is Ted Chioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was The Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement.
1: On Radio.com, this is AM1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're just talking about... About the world's changing out there. Uh, about the uh, about the financialization in the last 20 years, uh, driven by low record low interest rates, pushed up stock prices. Now it's going to be it's instead of financialization, it's going to be instead of the the CFO running the company, it's going to be the manufacturing side of the company running the company. Can they deliver the product? Can they, do they have the inventories? Uh, can, can, can they keep up with? Okay. Can they keep up with the with with the, the new products? Those are all different things. It's a different world, and in and, and, and that that is not as conducive to rising stock prices because instead of cutting costs, you have to spend more money. And so that's good thing. Anyway, let's take a quick call to the Next outside. Welcome to the show.
4: Uh, yes. Good morning, Ted. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I had a question about the uh, not taking the required minimum distribution, that the penalty w- was going to be reduced? Uh, you said you were going to look into that. Were you able? Yes,
2: to- I did. Uh, yeah, that was, it, it's going to go down to 25. Right now, if the, if you didn't take the RMD, uh, it, 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 uh, the penalty is 50% of the, of the distribution. It's going to go down to 25%. And if you can make a good case to the IRS, it's going to drop to 10%.
4: When you say make a good case, that, that sounds a little vague. <laughs> is it a- I,
2: I think it is. Uh, I, I think I think it, it, it's simply a matter of of you know was there was there I you know I couldn't get to the we couldn't mail the you know the, the 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 mail was delayed because there was a flood or a snowstorm or you know uh, oh. uh, my spouse was sick or I was in the hospital. Uh, you know some reasonably good explanation, and 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 because it was pretty draconian at fifty percent, and, and and a lot of times there's just mistakes made, uh, and, and so so that that that's what you're dealing with. I mean, you know, particularly as people get these RMDs start after after age seventy two you know uh we have clients in in their 90s and you know sometimes people at you know at that age that, you know they they won't be on top of everything as closely as they should be uh you know we try we make sure that they you know they are but uh and, and so there's issues like that and so so they did make some changes uh in the law
4: okay all right and uh one follow up question i guess has to do with uh, your your uh, this this Davos thing uh, Epic Times uh, had something uh just the other day showing I guess uh the 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 president had gone down to meet with uh Prime Minister Trudeau and and Obrador from Mexico and they showed what and I don't know if this is what they were referring to it as the Declaration of America, which basically was the creation of what I think all of this open border thing and all this immigration issue that's going on here in this country, essentially what it is is they're trying to create a Western trading bloc like the European Union, where basically the, 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 the flow of people from you know all the way down to South America to all the way up to Canada, there would be open borders. And I think that is really what the intent of all of this Immigration thing is, and maybe this stemmed from the World Economic Forum, but but they were taught, they had the three of them standing there for a photo op, and they had a they had a verbiage there, the Declaration of America, and the, my question on this whole thing is, is if these are trade agreements, and some and these trade agreements have certain aspects to them that run counter to the to our Constitution. Has anyone, or do you see people filing suit in the courts to to basically declare this type of stuff unconstitutional? Because I, I don't know how the world, uh, the American people aren't given a chance to vote on this or anything. And I mean, if if a lot of this is coming from the World Economic Forum, I, I you know how does this work?
2: Uh, that that's a great question, and I think you're going to see that going forward. I think that I think. Eventually, the Supreme Court is going to have to start, step. and I think they're real reticent to do it. But I think they're going to have to start ruling on some of these real big issues. Does our Constitution matter anymore, or does you know, or does you know Klaus Schwab, uh, you know, it, 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 some European, you know, Swiss-German guy running the world? And and, and I, I think there's going to, I think you're starting to see a lot of pushback. Uh, on this stuff, but and I and I, and I think it's going to come from the Supreme Court. I think some 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 shrewdly placed lawsuits on, on some key issues can start unwinding some of this stuff, and I think you're going to see some of this happening. Uh, you know, I'm not. I mean, look, do we really want to have open borders? With a, you know, and basically have you know, basically give a green light for for the cartels to take control of the United States in 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 many areas and 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 you, you know Mexico is completely unsafe. It's out of control, and and, and I mean, in these ideas we're going to have open borders and stuff with them is 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 just insane, and uh, and and you know, I mean, look, the, one thing about the United States, we're not as overcrowded as a lot of places. I mean, this is a nice place. But you know, if, if you keep flooding people in, you know, it's going to be three and a half million people, which all you're doing is forcing down wages of workers in the United States and making the place, a, a, you're bringing in less, clearly less uneducated people that don't have the skills. They're going to have to be supported. You're raising the taxes of the American people and you're making the U.S. a miserable place to live. Uh, it's very sad but but uh, yes the answer is i do think the supreme court is going to start I, I i think i think that lawsuits have got to be very targeted like this is above my pay grade but you want to start chipping away at this stuff and, 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 and basically making sure the constitution is followed and it, this is where the battle's going to be yeah good right, good question thank just, you very much yeah thank you okay that that's that i mean this close stuff I mean, yeah, you know, I called it an ecumenical conference. I mean, it, it's 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 a religion for these people. I mean, you know, the idea that the whole world revolves around, everything we do is to save the planet. No, it's to say it, – And what they've done is is you know, I said there's a pyramid. God is at the top of the pyramid, and human beings are underneath, and animals in the earth, and it kind of works down the pyramid. Well, somehow they've they've made it that you know, evidently. You know, Klaus Schwab is the god and underneath it is the planet. It it and, and they've moved humans down the pyramid and they're not that important. And and that, that's against the teach that's against our Christian teachings, period.
0: And and yeah, i, I'm I and, along the line
2: you. Okay. And so I do think that, uh, you know, some of their ideas are just wacky. I mean, you know, putting diapers on cows and getting rid of cows and eating bugs. And it's just uh, these people, you really need to push back on them. They have no constitutional right. They have no, they, they, you know, they they basically have. Have, have carved themselves out as some elite class that wants to rule the world, and it's just it, – it, it it's kind of wacky. And by the way, I've been to some – I haven't been to Davos, but I've been to some pretty high-level conferences like that. And one of the things you walk away – and I've, I've here in the United States and elsewhere in the world, I've traveled around the world with some of these things. You come away with – with, understand that these people – a lot of these people aren't that smart. I mean, it, I mean it, that was something that kind of took me aback. Like they really aren't that smart. And I think we're seeing that out of some of the you know nutty stuff coming out of there. Tell you what, uh, we got a caller. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show.
3: Hello,
4: Ted. Uh, you know, I wanted to bring Morning. up. Uh, you, you talk about Davos and the world's uh, organization of uh, narcissists, but you know they're they're trying to push this ESG on everybody. You know, the economic or the uh, ecology, social, and uh, governance companies, and it's absolutely ridiculous. What they're doing, you know, they've hijacked the term ESG is, you know, as far as me investing in a company, I do believe in ESG. I believe in uh, the growth, the sales, and the earnings. ESG, that's all you need to know is growth, sales, and earnings. You don't need to worry about who's running it, if it's running in the right direction. You don't bring people in that aren't fit just to fit into a mold. We see that working in the federal government today. That's all I
2: have to say. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. that. That's that's that, that, that's a really good point. ESG is a real problem, which is your uh, environment, social governance issues. Uh, the good news is there's starting to be real pushback on this. Look, we've made uh, it, it, well. Let me just put it this way: if if you took the other side of the trade on the ESG issues since Joe Biden's come in, you've made a lot of money. OK, you made a lot of money. I mean, it, it, it's almost been like taking candy from a baby in the investment world. Uh, you know, they, they were dumping Exxon at thirty three dollars a share. I mean, it was just it, it was like, you, you know, you couldn't believe they were, you know, but it, it it was what it is. But there's really starting to be some pushback. Uh, BlackRock is 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 under a uh, lawsuit, facing lawsuits from numerous attorney generals. Uh, and uh, uh, they, they're now negotiating with. Uh, Governor DeSantis, that, that any money invested in, 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 in for Florida uh, uh, in the Florida government employees are not going to be using the ESG uh, programs. Uh, they, there's talk, or, or either they're going to do it or about to do it, that Vanguard is going to pull out of that ESG program and not make it one of their part because cause Vanguard is the big is is the big indexing. But more passive investing, and so they have a huge amount of voting shares. If they start voting on this ESG, it's going to be a problem, and there's huge pressure. They, I think, they've tentatively agreed to back away from that and, and look at the company more. Look, we all want companies that are going to be environmentally. Good with policies. I mean, no one's disagreeing with a lot, but but the idea that there's a group of people that 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 are coming out of some European country, you know Davos, you know coming into the United States and telling us how to run our our, our businesses is is just absurd. I mean, you know, it, 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 and so I think there's huge pushback on ESG, and we're starting to make some progress on there. But again, the funny thing is. Okay, it's it's you know taking the other side of the trade has been very profitable. But yeah, well, tell you what, uh we've got another caller. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Hey Ted. Hello, Yetta. Hi Ted. Yeah, go ahead.
4: How likely do you think we are to see a recession, and how severe do you think it could be?
2: Yeah, that that that's an that's really the, the question out there right now. I think we're going to see a slowdown out there coming up. Uh, I I think we're going to bottom in in I don't think in in the uh, probably by the second quarter. I, I I unless let me let me get preface this unless something goes very badly with the Russia war, which is possible, or the the war with or if China invades uh, uh, Taiwan. If something comes out of the blue, then it could get worse because the financial system could destabilize. But the reason why we're not likely to see as big a drop is we're reshoring so much to the United States right now of our manufacturing from overseas. At the same time, there's huge amounts of defense contracts. We've got to rebuild our munitions and increase our our military. And also, we're looking at – at the supply chain issues and still the shortage of workers. And a lot of companies really don't want to lay people off because they're worried they're not going to be able to get them back. Now, we're seeing layoffs out of the tech sector, but this is really, as much as anything, a result of Wall Street running around telling everyone they have to lay people off so their stock prices go up. And this is why Google, Microsoft announced 10,000 people are going to be laid off, and Google said they're going to lay off 12,000 because they're all under pressure to lay people off, not because business is just horrific, but – but 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 Wall Street is pressured because they're all convinced it's a recession, which I don't really. But I do think we're going to see a slowdown. To your question, probably uh, in the first and second quarter. Uh, and the thing to watch out for is if something goes wrong with Russia, China, or, or uh, you know something in the financial system. Thank you. Does that answer? Okay. Th- good. That, yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be the real real, real story going forward. Thanks for the question. Now, I want to give you some reasons we are going to see a slowdown this year uh, as well. If you look at the the credit card balances the, it, it, at the beginning of last year, the average credit card balance was was uh, was it, it was about fourteen and a half percent. Our credit card rate was 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 fourteen and a half percent. Now it's up around nineteen percent of credit card balance. This is a thirty-one percent increase. In credit card interest rates, which means that you're going to have to pay that back, which means you, your, your interest went up 31%. So this is going to slow down spending, particularly with people at the margin. In addition, credit card debt has gone up about 17%, approximately from approximately a trillion dollars to $1.2 trillion. So you know if you add that up, you know that adds up to to, to, to greater interest expense, which is going to slow down. That's going to slow down uh, uh, working people to some extent, and, and so I do think we're going to we're going to see some uh, some issues there, and that's going to slow the economy down. Uh, but but here's the interesting thing: is is discovery uh, a couple things? Goldman Sachs. Clinton came out and they had their earnings. They've got a billion dollars worth of problems in their in their Marcus credit card unit. And if if you look at at, at uh, Discovery, Discovery reported earnings that they that last year their their credit card charge offs were one point eight percent. This is going to be the fly in the ointment in the recession that could slow things down a little further. Uh, this year they're expecting three point five to three point nine percent charge offs uh, for the year. And what what this is. You know the concern I have is a couple things. Is I I think these higher interest rates are going to slow people down. So I mean that starts adding up to be real money. Uh, if you have a twenty thousand dollar balance and your and your credit card d- debt went up, uh, what is that? Uh, about 4.5% on 20000 that's about $900 more a month you've got to pay in debt. And, and, and that's in addition to the inflation people have, so it's going to slow things down. But the, the charge-offs worry me, 3.5 to 3.9, that's going but here's what's really worried and we've got to watch out for. Today, we live in a world where I can go down to the to the Home Depot or the Walmart, walk in, Stuff a bunch of valuable things in my pants and walk out. And at worst case, if I get caught, I just have to give it back. So there's, there's 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 no there's there's no penalty for shoplifting or stealing, effectively in the United States, particularly in big cities now with these woke DAs. In addition, Joe Biden has told everybody they're going to get their 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 uh, their college debt, their student debt uh, erased. Now, the Supreme Court has said, no, you can't do that, and this is one example of the Supreme Court having to get tough, but people – young people in their minds are getting at the idea that, look, there's no penalty, so if I don't have to pay back my student loan debt, why do I have to pay back my credit card debt? And so this is – You know, the United States of America. What made us different from so many other places is the rule of law, and if the rule of law is really breaking down because of the Democrats and 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 these you know Soros-backed DAs, this could be a real issue with the credit card companies, and it could really slow down spending in the United States. So this is something I I think we want to take a, a real look at. Uh, and again, the you know, the the, the debt and credit card fourteen and a half percent to nineteen percent in one year. That's a pretty big increase. And that that I think shocks a lot of people because they're used to a decade of low interest rates. We'll be right back right here on the Max Savings show oh, little Johnny Walker caught a
1: boat last
2: night, running from the guitar store. It's a the
1: if you've got savings and investment questions, Ted gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Saving Show now at
3: 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070. The answer
1: On radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka.
2: Welcome back to the Up Savings Show. If you got a question or comments, you can get in 713-339-1070. Uh look at looking out, uh we, we were just talking about the, the you know the, the, the uh, credit cards, how the, the credit card uh, interest rates have increased about thirty-one percent in one year, which is a big jump. That's gonna pressure uh that's gonna pressure consumers. The other thing that's that's a concern out there now is is the uh the 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 savings rate. You know, keep in mind the max out savings show started back in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Uh, we called it the max out savings show because at the time the savings rate went as low as two point one percent. It had it, been a, a you know a, almost a decade decline. We said, look, this can't keep up. Uh, now, the, the the savings rate was uh, for October was 2.2. 2. It went to 2.4 in November. So our savings rate is dropping. Now, one of the things to keep in mind, they've built up huge amounts of savings. Uh, it, it, uh, workers built up huge amounts of savings during the pandemic. So they're, they're drawing down their excess savings now. So it's not quite a problem yet, but it's something we want to watch closely. So, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think for this year, uh, inflation, I'm expecting the inflation to just drop for the next couple months. I, I, looking at the commodities, we still – the commodities appear to be turning back up again. I, I, I'm just not in the camp that inflation is is going down to 2 percent by the year end. I, I think we're going to see it go back up. Uh, I don't think these prices are going to come down as quickly as people think. Uh, there, there's still demand for workers. Uh Workers, uh, the salaries are going up. This is much stickier. I mean, people. The problem, Wall Street, they're used to, to the to the old days of of of, of inflation when it came up. <clears throat> In the last decade, it jumped up a little bit because oil went to $100 or $120, and then then oil would go back down to $50. Well, you know, basically the cost went right back down again, so there really wasn't inflation. This inflation is a sticky inflation. Wages are sticky. Service inflation is sticky. It's hard to get those prices back down. The the commodities, we we talked about at the beginning of the show, one of the Big things that happened last year that people don 't really understand is is the shift from a a, 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 a dollar based uh, world order to a a bipolar world order with the dollar and with the Chinese yuan it, 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 and so it, and, and, and with the sanctions they put on Russia, many countries are now realizing they have to stockpile commodities because if you're going to build up foreign exchange reserves you know through your exports and different things. Why, instead of just having them all in dollars or or euro or or, or yen, why not have them in Chinese yuan too? But why not have commodities? Well, it can't hurt to go, you know, have some in oil and oil tanks or grain to feed your population, particularly if you're a less developed country. You know, that way, if there's ever a problem, you can continue to feed your people. And, And so, so. Percentages of foreign exchange reserves going forward are going to go into commodities. This is very bullish for commodities. So, so this is a long-term trend. And, and, and the drop in commodity prices near toward the end of last year, I, I think, is temporary. China is reopening, and pe- and people are like, well, we're not sure what's going to happen. Well, look, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. You look what happened when the U.S. reopened and the economy boomed, and it's probably going to be the same way in China. And, and, and the COVID it's not as deadly as as the earlier versions and we know how to treat it better and, and so people are, are more used to dealing with it. I, I, as we said on the show last week, I don't think Xi Jinping uh, removed the, the the lock, the COVID lockdowns because of the protests. Uh, what happened was is the COVID, the, the most recent uh, COVID, ha- had an R naught factor that was probably twice what the earlier versions were, which simply means it spread much quicker. And once it got into China, there was no controlling it. I mean, it's like in, you know, we had we had clients that, that got COVID over fa- Okay, over Thanksgiving, everybody in in the family got it at the same time. I mean, that's that's pretty tough. I mean, when we first had COVID, you know, someone would have it, and you know, everyone would show up at the house, and maybe one other person would get it. So, so that they had to to open it up, and so this reopening in China is going to increase the demand for oil and gas, and, and, and push in other commodities. And I, I think that's going to be bullish for commodities over the next couple of years. To so, w- welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Hello. Yeah, boom. Oh, wow, we had a question for us.
0: My name is Ron. Uh, I'm in Houston, Texas. Uh, Hi, Ron. My question is, Ted, since the Supreme Court a couple of years ago buckled their knees and they didn't prosecute uh, in the court for the for Donald Trump and the 38 states, what what do you think? Uh, how about we? Uh, have a, a secession of the states before 2024. Elect Donald Trump president for the 38 states, and uh, we uh, pursue it from that angle because the Supreme Court is finished. When they when they uh, did not prosecute uh, for the 38 states when they applied for it. Uh, that was, to me was the end of the uh, of the experiment. Well,
2: hey, look, I, I, a couple of thoughts on that. I, I don't think that's going to happen before the election. Look, if, if this keeps going the way it is, there's a real danger in the future the United States could break up, which will put more pressure on the dollar and it and, and, and is a concern. But. Uh, look, I think uh, – I have a theory that the Supreme Court is under uh, – well, I, we know they're under a lot of pressure. I think they're trying to pick their battles, and, and I, I think they kind of get a good idea where this is going, and they're trying to pick their battles. I, I, I think, look, clearly we've got to clean these elections up because if we if, if another election happens like, like the last one did where there was real, real very serious – Questions raised. I mean, the most recent election in, in Harris County to me was real suspicious. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, this has got to get cleaned up because if it doesn't, it's going to lead ultimately to what you say of some type of breakup. And so I think the Supreme Court, I, I, I'm not writing the Supreme Court, I think they're biding their time. I think they're going to pick their battles. And I think it's ultimately going to come down to the Supreme Court. If you look in the 1930s, it, you know, uh, the, uh, the Supreme Court kept. Battling Roosevelt, and then Roosevelt tried to pack the court, it, 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 and there was huge pushback on that. And at that point in time, things started to go against Roosevelt. And I think I, I think they're biding their time. They're trying to pick their battles because it's it, it, it's a very tough situation. The country is is really remarkably divided. I mean, I, I, it's been somewhat of a surprise just how. Radical. Many of the of the of the of the Democrats really are in, in their beliefs and stuff. People talk about the Trump people. I I I think what's not well understood is the other side is just as 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 dug in. So that, that's an interesting point. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think we're going to have to sit there and watch these elections. If something doesn't happen, that's a real danger in the future.
0: But, yeah. but thanks well, for the call. Okay.
2: Hmm. All, right. All right. No, it's. I mean, this is uh, this is. You know, we had an, uh, another interesting call earlier you know just saying look what is the supreme court going to do about the you know about some of the stuff this Davos crowd seems to want to run the United States now eventually there's going to have to be some real pushback and the supreme court's going to have to step in and and and, and I think that's kind, that's really what we're dealing with in in these issues uh so going forward i it's it's a very divided country uh so, and one of the other things along those lines, uh, the, the, the battle, uh, the, the battle for the speaker, I think, had as people are starting to realize, had much bigger consequences than than they realized at the time. I mean, you know, for all the talk, you know, it, it, it was kind of a, you know, it was, you know, a bunch of radical, you know, course radical Republicans or you know the conservatives. The conservatives were simply standing up for their beliefs, and they want the Republican Party to reflect. The beliefs of the people in the Republican Party today, and not just a small group of Republicans, uh, you know, at the top. And I, I think that 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 case was made. I, I think there were some big changes. But the really big change is that people are only now starting to understand is is this is going to have big consequences for the for the debt. The debt battle, which is going to come, we're supposed to run out of money in June. You know, they're going to probably change uh, July, August, September. Uh, I, I think it could even be. I think it could. You know, October and November. I, I think it could be sooner in October, or sooner. Uh, and, and this is where the battle is going to be. And, and people are watching that real closely. Uh, you know, there's already talk it's going to affect the dollar, or it could affect interest rates. I think they're going to dig in. Uh, the 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 the, the presidential elections coming up the next year. If you're going to take a stand, you've got to take it this year. You can't take it right into the election where people get all upset because you've disrupted things. You have to take it back. The, the Democrats are going to try to push it as 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 far as possible into Christmas time, so you're disrupting people's Christmas and people get mad at the Republicans. The Republicans are going to try to pull it in forward a little bit more. But th- but this is one of the this is gonna this is gonna affect interest rates going. Forward, as people aren't sure what's going to happen there, it's going to also pressure the dollar. And and I, I we're gonna we're gonna understand can we do we have some path forward to control interest rates? The worst thing that can happen is that Republicans fold and it's business as usual. Because at that point in time, it's going to probably mean the end of the dollar sometime in the next, uh, I would say five years. Uh, if, if we don't do something and stand up now. So this is going to be one of the things. So it, 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 it's interesting. Interest rates really started going up right after McCarthy was finally elected and people started looking at what he was saying. So so there's just a, enormous numbers of cross currents in this market. I, I think this is going to be uh, it's, it's going to be a continuation of last year. I won't see. A, last year was some of the most horrific investment returns, unless you knew what you were doing and understand the world today. Uh, for, for most people out there, if you look at the indexes, horrible returns. Uh, it was at 19%, 18%, 19% for the S&P 500, 30%, something like that for the NASDAQ. Uh, the worst bond market since 1970 or eight, 19, eight, seven, 17, 1789, depending on which numbers you looked at. Those are pretty bad situations. The fourth worst uh, stock market decline uh, in, in the year end, uh, you know, in in. in the last hundred and something years, so it, it was it was we're bad. It was dealing with a lot of issues. resurgence of inflation. We're in the end of deflation, the resurgence of inflation, the the, the bottom, the increase in interest rates, out of control budgets. We have thirty one trillion dollars in deficit in, in 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 a budget deficit in debt out there, and so these are all affecting things. The war with Russia, we think this is a big deal. Uh, March, April, May timeframe. We're really concerned about that that issue. I'm real concerned about that, it, it, and so this is what we're dealing with. So I think you continue to have to have a, a defensive plan in place in this market, uh, and, and we're going to be writing about a lot of this stuff in the Max Up Savings Report. If, if, look, if you're not on the list, this is a free report. We've covered we cover a lot of topics: saving money, investing, tax changes, uh, you know how to invest, uh, you know how to set up, how to build up wealth through your retirement. Uh, you know, the importance of 401ks uh, All types of things in there. But we come up, we bring a lot Of these issues that become major Issues ahead of everybody else I, We really try to give you stuff that other People aren't saying. This, on this show We're not trying to spin a narrative like Much of, of Wall Street and much of the Mainstream media. We're trying to tell you how We see the world and how we think it's going To go. And, and I think if you look at, at The COVID, if you look at the COVID I mean, it goes back to 2007 When we predicted 2008 remarkably well. We we, 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 were, we had you on top of the issues with COVID, warning you about that. Uh, with the Russia war, we were one of the first ones out there to to point out these huge problems with the commodities and supply chains issues, it was going to result in, and same with inflation. So we tried, we're trying to bring some of these big picture issues so you can understand the world and kind of navigate through it. And so it's a free report. We we send out once a month. It's completely free. You're not going to get a phone call from us or anything. It's just we send out the report because we want you to understand the world today. I think there's a real shortage of people that will really speak truth. To, to the world as, as as they see it and not try to spin things I, I the problem we have in the world today instead of reporting news and, and you know cause and effect we're, 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 everything is is spun for a narrative to make you believe something well the, the problem is 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 you have to be able to think for yourself and you have to be able to navigate through this fog of narratives to understand and protect your retirement. So you know, sign up for our free report. And if you need some help with your retirement, uh, we manage assets, retirement, IRA rollovers at MaxUp Savings Advisors. We're here in Houston, a local company. You just go to our website, maxupsavings.com. You can request an appointment. I'll sit down with you. Uh, And also at a minimum, sign up for the free report. It, it, free max out savings report it's savings so anyway we're almost at the end of the show here but what i uh, uh, i would want you to remember to we want to continue to have a defensive plan in place i think it's going to be another volatile year it, it, and so you want to spread your risk into different different asset classes and watch out anyway remember our bottom philosophy which is to save aggressively invest conservatively. we'll see you next week on the max out savings show
3: Looks like it's about time
4: to restock that firewood you need.